And we're back. Thanks for tuning in to Doing My Best with me, Michael Joyce. Appreciate you guys listening and uh, putting up with the intermittent podcasting. It's keeping you fit, though. Appreciate you, you rocking with me, and I and I hope you get a little excited when you when that little icon, the Doing My Best logo, pops up into your feed. I also hope um, you're getting a little excited for for life again. Hope you're vaccinated. If you're not yet, go go get those shots. It's it's easy. It's free, and you can you can just go and enjoy life a bit now. But um, but life is returning, and I think that's pretty cool. It's good for good for all of us. The parents came and visited. They came to L.A. Got to swim at the hotel pool. The one-year-old napped in the hotel room with Grandpa. It was a good time. We got a babysitter. Life is returning, people. She seems nice. You know, we got I got to get a whole new, whole whole new stable of of, of babysitters. She um the one we we just got. She's from Beverly, which is this um it's this Irish neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. And I have a uh, my my good friend, Maddie Ryan. He's uh he's a he's a rascal, and he's he's from Beverly. So I texted him. I was like, "Hey, what's the what's the four one one on this on this babysitter? Can I trust her with my children?" And he's like, "I don't know who she is. I none of my Beverly rat friends knew who she is." And I'm like, "That's you know what? That's a good stamp of approval." <laughs> If you and the Beverly Rats don't know who she is, she uh, she probably kept her nose clean, you know? She's probably... <laughs> if she was, like, best friends with him, I would be a little worried, you know? If she was hopping the fence with him at Lolli- Lollapalooza, I, uh, maybe we should stay in tonight, get a different babysitter. But he didn't know her. That's the only stamp of approval I needed. So we went out, went out to dinner. My parents were there. We actually had a, uh, our friends. They also got a babysitter. It was a great restaurant. I had that was the first time I really eaten like indoor at a nice restaurant in a long time. Waiter's like, "How was the food?" And I'm like, "Mario Batali got kicked out of the ownership group, right, for the sexual predatorship." He's like, "Yes, sir." I'm like, "The food is excellent." Very good food. Thank you. As long as the sex criminal had been excised from the ownership group. Delicious food. If he was still on board, I do not enjoy this ragu. But (laughs) luckily, uh, he was gone and uh, we could enjoy our dinner. It's been about a month. It's been a crazy month um, since, since I last talked to you guys. My wife, she, um, my partner, she started her own business. So I'm so, so excited about it. So proud of her. She's just like really achieving her dreams. And it's so cool to watch. Uh, so I'm the IT department now for her business. I handle, you know, if she needs to print something, she emails it to me and I print it for my computer. Um, you know. Why isn't this working? Did you try shutting it down and restarting it? A lot of that. 
it's it's a lot of it's a lot of pressure. She does she does these online auctions. She's an art advisor, so she's bidding on things that are hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not millions of dollars. And a lot of times it's over the phone, but sometimes it's over the internet and it is a lot of pressure on her IT department. I'm on the phone crying to AT&T customer service like save my marriage and fix the Wi-Fi. Please. It's all depending on Michael, why is the Wi-Fi out? I please just AT&T fix it. Cuz the Wi-Fi <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I got put in charge of the Wi-Fi. That's like one of the like I know we're slowly abolishing parts of gender roles but but I don't know. In my household for the man got saddled with with uh the Wi-Fi. I'm just like that's that's my domain. I'm in charge of that. Uh and I don't want to be because I can't make it any better, you know? I got them to send me a new router. I have a little app on my phone and it's telling me the internet's fine. One of the 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 Netflix is streaming, but for some reason uh the internet on my computer is not working. AT&T, if you're listening, don't destroy my marriage, all right? Get your act together. You ever had your kid wake up and, and tell you about a nightmare? Sometimes my kid wakes up and she tells me about a nightmare and I'm like, I hope your dreams don't predict the future. That night she got up and she's like, Dad, she was like crying. It was clearly it was a really bad dream. And she's, she's like, Dad, we were walking and and, a, and you and me were walking and a garbage truck ran you over and you died. And I'm just like, oh, honey, that's oh, that's a terrible dream. I'm I'm sorry, but that was that was just a bad dream. You know that that didn't really happen. Now, now go back to bed. And and tomorrow, if we're walking and you have a feeling of deja vu, please tell me. All right. So now, I, uh, please tell me, because if you're one of these kids who who uh you know predicts things in in her dreams i i need to know if the same kid is jumping rope in the yard as in your dream and then i hear a, a garbage truck behind me i need to it's time to make peace with the lord but yeah being vaccinated is it's fun it's it's little it's it's good being back in society have you guys tried it yet it's it is I think it's going to be awkward for everyone. Um, You know, we don't fully know how to act. Like, we're kind of rewriting the rules on, like, do I shake your hand? Do I hug you? And, like, we've, like, forgotten, like, how to, like, leave a conversation after a certain point, right? It's just, it's, it's it's interesting being out there. I think things are just going to be... Are gonna be messy, and I'm I'm fine with that because all the the good things that are are happening. Like I got to see my see my family. I got some family who are like 40 minutes north of L.A. My cousins and my aunts and uncles, and my cousins got she got four kids around my kids' age, and man, you get six t- kids together. It, that's it's just fun to watch. Remember being that age and just running around with like cousins or the kids in your neighborhood. 
That was always always the best time. And Fiona discovered stairs. My one year old, she they have they had a they have like a, a serious set of carpeted stairs. The only the only kind they only have this kind of stairs in the suburbs, right? Just those real tall carpeted stairs and she's it was the it was better than any toy I could have ever given her she just climbed up and down the stairs and she's not great at stairs because we have three stairs in our house you know we're in like an LA ranch house and so all the other the family was catching up and I sat on the stairs making sure my my daughter uh, didn't fall down them but it was great it's great to be back with them. I I saw the dentist three times in the last month. And it wasn't just because I was holding out during the whole pandemic. There were a few years before the pandemic. But the good news is my teeth are clean now. I had a tooth pulled. I had like a kind of just one of my back teeth kind of just kind of disintegrated. So I had to have the roots pulled out. That that wasn't fun, but they they did put the little the little shards in one of those small plastic boxes they give the kids to take home when they when kids lose the teeth so they can like put the the tooth under the under their pillow for the tooth fairy but no one wanted to see my tooth shards i was like does anyone want to look at these roots no one no one did and i didn't get one of those little boxes when i had my hemorrhoids removed one of that <laughs> snip snip here, here put that in a box so i can show my friends or maybe pickle it put in a pickle jar with some anyways that's kind of gross i'm sorry to make you think about my hemorrhoids but i'm all better now <laughs> i've returned to comedy i've done stand-up for the first time and it was like 14 months it's like it's crazy the thing i did non non-stop for i don't know 10 plus years i just didn't do for like 14 months it it was it was rough but now i'm back and going to the mics again started a spreadsheet la's kind of we're a little behind i well i did go to the mics and i'm like oh some of you didn't stop this whole time but they're they're psychopaths so i'm i'm at peace with that but new york they're like they're already back to like 90 percent steam la we're at like 20 percent stand up right now you know like the clubs just kind of opened up none of the like independent shows are, are really going a few outdoor ones and like the mics are all kind of on on the down low right now it's so but i i gotta say it was it was good did some some new jokes i leaned on some old ones because there were real people there and i wanted to get actual couple couple of laughs and uh i did some crowd work so if you're in la it's uh it's time to come see me do do some live comedy coming up i'm hoping to restart my show and just excited i'm excited for the future and you know what else i'm excited for our guest today it's kurt browner kurt's a very funny comedian he's got a comedy central special he was in. Uh, he had a a part in the uh, the Big Sick, the um, the movie uh, by Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon, 
Um, he was great in that. He wrote on uh, Seth Rogen movie, Long Shot. He's a co-host of um, Hot Tub, which is like, I think he said it's been going for 16 years. So that's, it's like, it's a comedy institution. But yeah, he's got two kids. They're pretty much my kid's age. And, you know, if, if Kurt seems like a, a good dude, it's, it's because he is a good dude. He's uh, really funny and, and thoughtful. And uh, we had a really great discussion. So let's uh, let's share it with you guys. You guys ready? All right, here it comes. Kurt Broneler. Kurt Broneler, thank you so much for, for joining me today. Oh, hello. How are you? Oh, hi. Oh, hi. hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let's yeah. podcast. Time to pod. Podcast topic number one, the heat. Mm-hmm. No. You're, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever lived in a house where when it gets like 85 plus, I've wanted to cook because it just raises the temperature of the entire house to uh-huh. 110 degrees. So today I I was going to cook for the kids, but I think it's going to be a takeout again. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what we're doing today? What? Chuck E. Cheese. Get the hell out of here. What? Going to Chuck E. Cheese, baby. No way. Okay, is this more for the kids or is it for you? Because I feel like you might be a, a cheeser, a, a, a Chuck E. Cheese connoisseur. <laughs> a cheeser. No, I have. I have been. I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese since I was like, I think nine or something in <laughs> Michigan because they didn't have them in New Jersey. Um, and no, because Olive and Gus got uh, shots today. They got vaccines. Oh, nice. So we've promised Olive that she gets to go to Chuck E. Cheese next time she gets a shot because she has a real phobia about shots. Understandable. That is just don't tell Francis about that because then she'll demand Chuck E. Cheese. What's, um, what's Olive's favorite part about Chuck E. Cheese? She's never been. She's never I been? I mean, I haven't been since the 80s, so I have no idea what it's like now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It might be a horror show. We might just turn <laughs> around. I have no idea what to expect. Maybe she's too young for it. To, you know, I have, I have no idea. We'll see. Yeah, I wonder if they've worked on Do those. they have alcohol? That's my question. Yes. Do they have alcohol? Yeah, they do. In fact, they've, ah. they've like th- they throw people th- throw parents out regularly for getting too drunk. Yes, 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 yes. The fact that it's so close to daycare, too, is pretty crazy. Wait, how close? Where is the Chuck E. Cheese? Right next to Target, baby. Oh, right there on... Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm jealous that you're going to Chuck E. Cheese. What are you, you going to show her first? Do you think straight to the ball pit? Is the ball pit I open? Not... No ball no pit. No ball pit. No ball pit. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of hand sanitizer playing video games. Yeah. I think. You Little know? Whack-a-mole. Yeah, what's what's your you? I and mean, if there's like if, honestly, if there's like too many kids there, we'll probably leave too. We're just hoping we're betting on nobody's going to Chuck E. Cheese right now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, especially on a Tuesday at four p.m. Like Saturday noon, definitely birthday parties. <laughs> so like Tuesday at four p.m., I'm hoping empty Chuck E. Cheese. They get to have a blast. We'll have some drinks and some pizza. And get the fuck out of there. Wow. Well, we might have to have a follow-up podcast just to, just to get a full retelling <laughs> of how that of how that went. That's well. You so you grew up in New Jersey. Do you probably mm-hmm. so you're like an expert at because you grew up by the the boardwalk, right? So you yes, probably you're. What's what's your go-to game on the boardwalk or at the Chuck E. Cheese? Well, skee ball was always the best, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think now 
Asbury Park, oh, where I grew up, they now have a uh, pinball museum on the boardwalk. Really? And you can just, it's just like 200 pinball games, and it's like, I think, 20 bucks for an hour. And you just go in and play all the pinball games, and that is amazing. It's so fun. And then there's like a Asbury Park Yacht Club, just like this dive bar is right next door. So you just <laughs> go get drinks and then go play pinball and then come back and sip your drink and then go play pinball. It's wonderful. That sounds like a great day. It's the best. Asbury Park is my favorite place in America. Uh, you know, I've never been, but I've only heard it told about in, I don't know, biopics about the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to. I, I have, uh, you know, when I'm very wealthy, <laughs> I would like to have I would like to have a house on the Jersey Shore. That's a great. I would like to, that's you know, goal. like just yeah. go there for summers. Oh, it's just so fun. Summertime in the Jersey Shore, even the wintertime in the Jersey Shore, I like. Uh, why? I'm just curious. Just because it's deserted. I love. Yeah, because that's like the time. That's the time that you would like go. The off seasons were when you would really go to the beach as a local. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and so like fall and spring were always great, but then there's something I think we're weirdly romantic about a cold December day on the boardwalk when mm. there's really nobody out. It's a really bright day that like clean white light, you know, that comes in the middle of winter. Yeah. It's reflecting uh, off the sand and the snow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love it. Wow, you're like you're paint you're like Thoreau, just painting these beautiful <laughs> images. For Jersey, of, yeah, <laughs> Thoreau for Jersey. <laughs> so, Kurt, I'd like to start it at the beginning, if if I could. What's um What's your first memory? My first memory is probably of Asbury Park, of a. It's like a double. It's it's a it's an image mm-hmm. of um. My uncle, my great uncle, I guess, my grand uncle, he uh, was World War II pilot, and he retired. No, I think it's not retired. He always lived. They always lived. My mom grew up in this house in Asbury Park, and it was like this big house and was bought by my my great grandmother. She used to run a speakeasy what? in Buttermilk and yeah, Buttermilk, Pennsylvania, in the middle of the woods. Um, it was called the Cat's Cradle. <laughs> uh, and uh, and I have like the flyer from when it first opened and everything really? in 1905. Wow. And then I think she got in trouble with the law legitimately, and they bought a house sight unseen in Asbury Park in like 1920 or something to flee the law. I think so because it, it was it was a legit speakeasy, um, and so she left. Uh, Sight Unseen bought this place, and this place was huge and had these spires, and it had this huge wraparound um, staircase and stained glass windows. Wow. And by the time time my great uncle was living there and I was living there, it was like just cockroaches, and it was like (laughs) it had not been repaired. There was just sheets of, in the wintertime, sheets of plastic would be hung to like separate the areas that they didn't heat from the areas that they did heat, you know? So that my first memory, the bathtub, uh, the bathtub gin money ran ran out. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And it was literally just like one person left at that point. And, um, and my first memory is in the room that was the spire. Like it's a circular room Mm -hmm. and, and it had a, a stained glass on it. 
and it was light coming through the stained glass, hitting a bunch of like uh, dust in the air. And I had just gotten a um, a robot. It was like an inflatable robot that's remote controlled. So it would like inflate. The top part was all inflatable, but then the bottom part would like move around a little mm-hmm. bit. And it was like standing in the sunlight. That's my first memory. That's gorgeous. Again, the thorough of New Jersey. <laughs> just like, <laughs> what are you painting these word pictures here? <laughs> it's like the beginning of a Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> did you have like a uh, comfort item growing up, like a blankie or or inflatable robot or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I had any like I never have been like object oriented. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever had anything that was that traveled with me or anything like that. Yeah. No, other than my mother's breasts, you know, I would breastfed <laughs> until I was like three and a half. Three and a half. So, okay. Yeah. So like that. S- took so you remember over. that? That's I the third memory. Oh yeah, I totally <laughs> remember breastfeeding. <laughs> what? What was that like? I, I remember like watching Phil Donahue and asking my mom to change a channel to <laughs> like while while breastfeeding. <laughs> that is so funny. What you did yeah. she change the channel? Uh I have no idea. I don't think so. <laughs> Throw on some cartoons for so. you. <laughs> Sounds like you were having a nice day. That's like Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese Day right there. <laughs> <laughs> but also I think about it, it's just like my mom, if my mom was in the room. There was never a children's programming on. Mm-hmm. It was just whatever she was watching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now, with my kids, it's like, if they're in the room, it's always children's programming. It's never just us watching something. It's always us watching what they want to watch. That you is, know? Or yeah. It's like, I want to get back to just like, you're watching Mara Easttown. Sit down. <laughs> Kate Winslet should win an award. Watch. <laughs> Look at how ugly she looks. It's amazing. <laughs> we know she's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that is true. We like, you know, compared to our parents cuz I I think I'm a similar age. Um they just didn't care as much about children's stuff or seat belts yeah. and all that, but now we just really we really uh tailor our entire existence towards them. It's much more child focused, which is, I think, good and bad, you know, Mm -hmm. like I think we are much more conscientious about trying to, you know, give a a healthy childhood to our children. But at the same time, it also does feel like there's possibly too much, too much pandering. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a delicate a delicate balance to strike because you do meet some yes. parents and it's like well, you probably should get your own life or else this is going to fall yeah. apart in about 16 to 18 years oh even less than that yeah. right <laughs> yeah i guess yeah <laughs> uh, about five to six years um, <laughs> yeah you only have a short amount of time with them i feel like even yeah, th- though it feels so long like we are you and i are coming out of the, the longest time the second kid the y- the baby second kid is breaks you it does yeah lauren and i were like should we have another and we're like you know i i would really like to sleep in past 6 a.m let's uh <laughs> at least one I'm i actually, would like to sleep in past five yeah, Gus yeah. is like oh, 5 Gus 15 is... every day fiona will fluctuate but <clears throat> lately uh, it was five this morning but the day before that was like 6 30 and it was it was just a uh, gift from god it was like it yes. was it's amazing how you're just like hi 
Hi, hello, Day. Oh, Mr. <laughs> Mailman, thanks. Would you like some uh, lemonade? You know, it's just, it brightens your entire day. Yeah. It's like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Uh, but that, yeah, it's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm scheduling my vasectomy. I have to go in. Yeah, so baby. It's, I've it's, already done it. Oh, you did? Yeah. How did, how'd it go? Uh, bring headphones. Because there's the sound and then also the smell. I wasn't prepared for. Oh, because they cauterize it. Aye, aye, so aye. It's a little bur- It's a little bit of burning <clears throat> testicles. You hit. You smell. Okay. Burn. Burning vas deferens or whatever. Wow. But yeah. Okay. So those are the two things that I was like, oh, Headphones? I wasn't prepared to hear it. <laughs> Headphones and nose plugs. Yeah. <laughs> just. Uh, I'll just put. And some... just close your eyes. I would even bring like a an eye mask. Pop the eye mask <laughs> on. Put your headphones on. Just be like, just touch my shoulder when you're done, Doc. <laughs> wow. How long does it take? Fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, need... maybe maybe longer. Maybe thirty minutes. I need some. I need like some VR goggles or something. Just put me. I wanna... Yeah. Oh, that would be really cool. That's a great thing. Just be like, I have to buy VR goggles because I'm getting a vasectomy. Yeah. That I'm, I'm not getting a vasectomy. I'm on Mars. <laughs> What's that smell? Yeah. Mars smells funny. <laughs> smells like burning testicles. <laughs> Kurt, it does. You should do. You should like plan plan for three days of being like out of commission, not picking kids up. Really? Okay. Yeah. Where are yeah, you? Like, are you sitting on ice or donuts? Yeah, you're icing. You're icing. You're just chilling. You know, make it a a home vacation. <laughs> Be- because I try. I I went to work. I like what I yeah. Because there was this thing. It was shooting. It was a late night show, and they like you know were like, can you do this slot? And I was like, fuck. I'm getting a vasectomy in the morning. But then I like talked to the doctor. I was like, can I go? I'll just be standing, uh, <laughs> and doing this bit for the cameras, uh, can I do it? And he's like, yeah, you can do it. And it was a bad idea. <laughs> like I had to like show up and like write some material for uh, it. Um, yeah, is it there, was not. Is pleasant. there residual pain? Yes. Hmm. It just feels like someone's like pulling on your testicles. Oh, that's it? For a couple days. <laughs> like pulling straight down. So you're on late night television and it feels like someone's tugging on your testicles while you're trying to be funny. Yeah, and you walk and you can't really like walk proper. Were you doing like a like a stand-up set? No, I wasn't doing a stand-up set luckily cuz the walkout would have been tough. Yeah. I was doing this thing for Lily Singh's late night show where it was like we were roasting. We were just doing like a roast. Wait, and were so you roasting Santa Claus? Like, <laughs> yes, I was roasting Santa. Oh my god! Because so I just randomly was googling you a little bit in prep. I prepare for my podcast, no, right? No, and that I, video exists out there. Oh, it's it actually is pretty high up when you Google you like Lily Singh. Are you kidding me? They must I'm have a team of right SEO now. people like getting her shit ranked up at the top of the Google search because I cannot believe this. And you know what? I did. I was like, this is like it was funny. You were getting laughs, but like. It's They're confusing. Di- it's it the makes whole bit it, is confusing. Yeah, I was like, "Is this a roast?" And it was, I don't, I don't even know how I found it, but um, but yeah, wow. I mean, good for you. That you're, like, you know what? You're the greatest generation. <laughs> Forget these World War II vets. You vasectomy, and then you roasted Santa Claus. <laughs> 
I tell you what, anybody wants to do Lily Singh's show? The residuals are nice, baby. <laughs> they don't pay much, but the residuals are nice. Uh, um, so uh, were there any any traditions that you wanted to kind of carry on when you had kids that like maybe you did as a uh, when you were a child or no, that no. you wanted to create? Yes, that I wanted to create. I have definitely some that I want to create. Um, and Olive's just old enough now where I do want to start them. And it's just about getting M- Lauren on board. Because <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I came up with, which I want to do, which I think would be really nice, is before we eat, mm-hmm. to say something along the lines of, like, in, instead of, like, praying, yes. but just, like, holding hands in the same way, like, when you do pray, but then saying, like, thank you to the animals who gave their lives so that we may live. And uh, and Lauren does Lauren thinks that's too high. That's We don't want to mention animal death right before <laughs> we eat. Um, but it's, like, that's what you do with Jesus. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, like, literally say, like, Thank you, Jesus, who gave his life so we could live. Do you know what I mean? Like that's and mm-hmm. Jesus is made up, and the animals—they're all real, and we're gonna eat them. We're literally gonna eat them, you know. Uh, so it's like that seems to make more sense to me, um, and so I want to do that, and I do want it to like all just be based on, um, gr- uh, not gratuity, gratitude, gratitude. Yeah, twenty <laughs> percent gratuity. Um, yeah, no, that's nice. I believe a lot. Uh, I don't know about a lot, but some Native American tribes would would clearly do that. And I I don't think you're the first person I've heard of of doing something like that. And it would get these yeah, damn right? vegans off your back. Get them off my back. I'm thanking the animals. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Uh, that's something I want to do. And then I also want to like I'm going camping for the first time with Olive in early June. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Fingers crossed. Where are you going? Uh, but uh, just to Leo Creo. Okay. Um, but not not glamping like straight up camping. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's great. Tent, tent, sleeping bag. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I have no idea how it's gonna go. Um, but uh, you know, we'll go to the beach. We'll get her all tuckered out. You know, swimming, sand, sun, hot dogs over the fire, and then I think she'll just pass out. What a picturesque childhood. What, uh, <laughs> that's that sounds great. Can I come? Um, <laughs> no, um, but you do. You seem kind of. You have an outdoorsy vibe, and from what I know, you know, you surf and you you grew up on the on the beach of New Jersey. And I know you did some camping. Um, is, was that oh, a big yeah. part of uh, of your childhood? It wasn't a big part of my childhood because I grew up with my mom, and my mm-hmm. mom was not didn't camp or anything like that. Um, but I always wanted to, and I was in Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, and then we like went on a Boy Scout camp out, and it was just fucking horrible. <laughs> it was just like it was just run terribly, mm-hmm. and you know, there's just when people don't know what they're doing camping, camping can be yeah. the most unpleasant experience there is. And if you know what you're doing, or if you're prepared at least, it can be the most pleasant experience. And so it was just like poorly run, and it sucked. And so then I didn't camp until I was 18. And then it, when I was 22, I went and lived in the woods by myself for a month. <laughs> uh, so that's when it, like, nailed down the camping thing for me. Uh, so, yeah. So that's kind of, like, where I started my camping 
Hardcore camping. That yeah. is that is hardcore. <clears throat> you lived off the land. What did you do? Just come, go in there with a bag of rice and. <laughs> no, I didn't live off the land. I I ate tuna fish and peanut butter mostly. <laughs> uh, so I just had canned goods and some bread, um, and coffee and tea, and uh, yeah. And I lived. It was a, a a a friend of a friend's land in upstate New York at eighty acres, and uh, so I just lived in this field for, um, yeah. It was like on the is uh, really on the tree line, but then there was this big field that mm-hmm. overlooked like this valley. It was super bo- gorgeous. Also rained uh, twenty seven out of thirty days. <laughs> 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 so I, I'm like prepared for anything now. C- camping in Southern wow. California is e- is easy now. Yeah, hopefully you knew about putting the tent on the high ground, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I learned. I also <laughs> built my own structure. I, I built a wigwam and I lived in that after. Oh wow. The first couple of days, yeah. Have you ever considered going on Survivor? No, because I don't think I would do. I don't I don't know. I don't think I would do well. You wouldn't in that, backstab in those situations. Yeah, I don't know about Survivor, but like or Naked and Afraid, or like the other one where you're just like out in the woods mm-hmm. by yourself for a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I know I don't have enough skills. I would have to like train. Um, yeah. But I would, mu- but I would very much like to walk the PCT. Um, I'm like trying to come up with a plan for that, the Pacific Crest Trail. That's the one. I was, yeah. <clears throat> I was putting my <laughs> eyes. I was, yes, the Pacific. That sounds. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I'm sure you'll come up with a comedy specials <laughs> uh, framed around um, <clears throat> which journey you want to take next. Uh, yeah. Were there any life lessons that you wanted to pass along to your kids? Or anything, you know, just just something that you you feel like is important to impart on them. I mean, the two like I think it's uh, that trying is more important is more important than than success, mm-hmm. and that um, that and gratitude, you know, just for everything. I think those are like the my my main things that I'm in into. Yeah, those um I think that's a that's a clearly that's a through line through cuz I feel like you're you're you have a joy to you, you, you know, Kurt, and I think joy is also tied in with like gratitude cuz you can't really you know, exp- have have joy without being like grateful for being alive kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's like the secret. I think it's the secret, you know. Yeah, so just now we just have to get it. Lauren on board with the pre-meal gratitude prayer dead animal mentioned dead yeah. animal maybe if you like change the wording a little bit um you know uh-huh. so it's like or you could say it in pig latin or something you know just <laughs> <laughs> thank like if like thank you for uh, what if we said thank you for all of the plants and animals who gave us this meal yeah that sounds nice because then in, that sounds it, like I do like I do like the recognition of the brutality of living mm-hmm. in some way. Do you know what I mean? And they I, yeah. and, the, and I think that that's what she that Lauren is uh, objecting to is the recognition of the brutality. Because we can just be grateful by saying like Thank you for the for the animals and the plants for giving us this meal. But yeah. that does, that seems like they presented it to us. Yeah, and you kind of like, think of like a little gopher in the kitchen. Took their like, lives exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not that like we killed them and are eating them now. Yeah, that's tough. I had a friend who 
who had chickens growing up, and they would name the chickens. That they, you know, because they were like pets, they feed them, take care of them, but then yeah. they would eat them, and then like yeah. you go over and like we're eating Jerry today, and it, <laughs> yeah, but it's very normal <laughs> to them. But to me, I was like, what? <laughs> I thought so. It is weird. I think people, most people who have chickens like that, don't name them. No, for I that very like. reason, right? Yeah, I got to check in with this guy. He might be a serial killer. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, pandemic, how'd, how'd, how'd that go? Um, <laughs> what do you think, like, the I most challenging thing was? The most challenging thing was, was just, you know, having a, a newborn at the time. Gosh, um, yeah. You know, that, that was, like, because he just had such, so many problems. Because mm-hmm. um, he got sick, like, when he was three months old. And that sickness then just affected him, I think, in crazy ways and kind of brought out all these allergies. And then we just didn't know. So he was just miserable from like three months to a year. So for like nine months, the majority of that in <sighs> in pandemic, um, where it's like he wasn't sleeping, so we weren't sleeping, and we had to take care of the kids, both of the kids, all day long and not knowing when the next m- money train was going to pull into the station. Uh, so, yeah, that, I think that was the worst part. Yeah, that sounds um, like a lot. Um, <laughs> it's it tough, was. man. And like, but dealing I mean, like you guys went through, you know, you guys had a new. Bo- a, a, yeah, a we actually have very similar age children. Yeah, I guess Kurt and I kind of get horny at the same time, <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was it was tough. The newborn, and then coming out of it, Fiona is like, "What is this society thing?" You know, it's like, yeah. I think yeah. just now she's starting to not freak out every time we go to a place with more than ten people or five people. Yeah, whenever. Yeah, exactly. Whenever we bring Gus to a place with people, he's like, he holds on to us and is like what's going on? Like Olive's just like running full steam ahead <laughs> into it. And Gus is like, I'm going to hang back a little bit, see what this is first. <laughs> yeah. What do you, I, was there anything silver lining wise that you found with the, with the pandemic? I mean, I guess um, <laughs> watching your kids no. grow, but that sometimes I'm like, it was, I was almost watching too closely. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was like there was uh, it was so you, it was so constant that I think there was such a need to escape that I think I maybe was less present, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah. And I needed to, like, remind myself to be more present with them. That's hard because you really do need that that's that solo time to kind of mm-hmm. recharge and because you're not meant to, like, <laughs> be parenting your kids 24 seven. Yeah. It's, there was, um, <clears throat> yeah, I can hear it. Okay. Cool. Someone's trying to get in touch Someone, with you. It's not my phone, but it's oh, too oh. late for me to throw <laughs> it out the door. <laughs> it's just like, oh man, that sounds like a group text. It you got it. Yeah. 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 But Lauren also has three phones now. She's got three phones. <laughs> how many, how many affairs do you think she's having? <laughs> 13 <laughs> affairs. And this one I can't shut down. Okay. I'm sure. You're right. 18 <laughs> messages. You mother. Anyways, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Kurt? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, just the idea of like getting. I remember, like, do you remember, like, like mid, 
mid-pandemic was like the best time of the week was when you got to go to the grocery store uh, for like an hour. And you're just like, look at this freedom. I don't care if it's a risk. I love it. Got to get out of the house. Yeah, really take your time when selecting frozen waffles. Do I get the whole yeah. meat or the regular? <laughs> well, burn a little time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was God. Well, it's let's put that aside now that <laughs> society's <laughs> back. Things are good again, huh? We're back, baby. We're back. Getting there, right? We're getting there. Shows will hopefully start up soon. Yeah. You got I mean you've been you've been doing a lot of writing, but um I'm sure things I feel like everything's starting to reboot now that they know they're not going to have to shut things down. Knock on wood. Yeah. I keep on knocking on wood. Are you guys going to bring your show back live soon? Yeah, early July. Nice. Hot tub will start up early July. Woo, hot tub. Check it out, folks. Um, <laughs> now, now, so you, you host a podcast, Bananas. 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 So you take... I swear, shut off that phone. Um, but you, on bananas, you take like strange, fascinating bananas kind of stories. Would would anything that your kids have done qualified? Would anything your kids have done um, have have made it on Bananas Podcast yet? Oh yeah, I mean Gus is Gus is a real. I mean they're both lunatics gus is like a real big lunatic though especially with <laughs> risks and stuff his his main thing right now is to um so he likes to stick his hands in the toilet but then so we keep all of the toilet seats closed <laughs> so then if you're not watching you'll just hear like and he's running and then he like hits the toilet flips it up and then dives headfirst into the toilet so he can get his hands in the water so then you'll come around the corner and be like, no, 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 no. And his legs will be up in the air. The toilet seat will be on his back. And he'll just be laughing so much. That's his new thing to do. And he does it all the time. And if he's not doing that, he's taking someone's shoes and putting them in the toilet. I don't know why. But he finds shoes, takes them, throws them in the toilet, and runs away. So then you're later, you come to like go to the bathroom, and you lift it up, and it's just somebody's shoes. Oh, that is the worst. That is great. That is great. I just love how weird kids can be. When I was a kid, I flushed. Um, my parents had like these, like kind of like Mardi Gras beads, I guess, but like tr- like just you know like <laughs> green or whatever. They were just in the closet. And I found them and I would flush them down the toilet. Oh um, my god. Yeah, and, uh, and so and I would do it like all. The, so my parents had to call the plumber like ten times, like <laughs> thousands of dollars. They were. They hated it so much, but for some reason, I just love. It. I remember, I like, I kind of remember like gathering my cousins over once, like, "Hey guys, come come check out this. It's really cool." And then I just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does. I can, I understand the appeal. Yeah, and for, yeah. and in Gus's defense, you know, we get, you put out the water table, like the splash yeah. around that. What's the difference between a toilet and a water table? Exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it yet. Not yet. Um, but yeah, he's a. He's also a very. He's a cutie. Um, he can't. He's his words are all garbled except for yeah, and he says it like a weird adult. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is an aggressive yeah, and everything else is like you can't understand him. 
that's that's the only thing you need is a yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's enthusiastic. <laughs> I know a lot of people who have gotten through very far in life with just a yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, bro. <laughs> you just gotta add a little bro to the end, and uh, <laughs> is um. So you've you've done some some fun things. Um, you've 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 jet skied down the Mississippi, and um, you've I mean, just looking in the background, you have the uh, kind of the what is, is that the um, Super Dave helmet, kind of the or the or the. Oh yeah, you want to see it? Yeah, I do kind of want to see it. Of course, I call it Super Dave. I call this it Super the Dave. This it, is the roustabout helmet. It's got a it's American American flag up front, and then <laughs> it's your head on the back. <laughs> my face on the back. That thing belongs to the Smithsonian. <laughs> so you, I, I and uh, so you have, um, you have one of those air dancers, you know that that they put in front of like a used car dealership. What do you think? Yeah. Is there? Uh, so you've collected some some wacky things. What? Uh, <laughs> which one do you think your kids like the most, and which one do you think scares them the most? I think it's the same one. It's the fan guy. The fan <laughs> guy is the fan guy. Olive loves. Olive like looks at it like like with adoration, and Gus will just start crying because it is like <laughs> fifteen feet tall. It's very big and it's noisy. It's loud. Uh, so it's like it's both terrifying and fascinating. That's the best. It is. I love the, I love the fan guy. Yeah, it's <laughs> everyone should have one. Maybe throw yeah. that into the pre dinner ritual. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you for animals and uh, thank you air dancer guy. And <laughs> so. <laughs> Is, is there any um is there any advice Kurt that you you would have uh for me but or just in general about like maybe something you've learned uh through through your days as a parent days your years as a parent um hmm hmm or or even advice just life advice that you'll pass on eventually yeah let me think i'm trying i'm going to really consider Parent advice. I mean, the the toughest thing. I, the thing that I'm. I don't know if I have advice for you, but I have the thing that I'm trying my hardest to do, which is to be able to. Uh, n- like be above. Like to not to not have my emotional response to when they're being assholes Mm -hmm. be the first thing to like, to not act on it, to allow myself to have an emotional response about the fact that they're an asshole, Mm -hmm. let that weight wash over me and then respond as like a good parent. Um, And I think that that's really tough, you know, especially when the thing happens and it's like the fifth 500 fucking time, you know, that like the to- shoes have been thrown in the toilet, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you just, it just drives you crazy and it breaks you. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm trying to always do is just like not act on my emotions, but rather act on the way I want to be a parent. Yeah. Um, which is always unconditional love first, uh, but, but boundaries and rules. 
you know, so it's like you are in trouble, but it's not because I don't love you. I do love you, but you can't do that. And so there's consequences, you know, so that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's really it's tough. That is tough. That is that's a tall order. But I mean, that's yeah. that's great advice for for everything. But that especially parenting, I we we read some French book about parenting right and and with newborns and they had this the french do lay pause right where it's like if uh-huh. the kid starts crying or or something happens just like give it a second and they might sort it yeah. out themselves yeah yeah and now like when you say that it's it's like oh well i probably could could probably apply lay pause to <laughs> for the rest of my life yeah no it's really it's actually it's like just being a little lazy <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's just yeah. like just incorporate a little laissez-faire laziness <laughs> into your life, and you'll be okay. <laughs> oh, now, now I can do that. Oh, it's just being lazy. Okay, <laughs> perfect, perfect. We'll see. Let's see if this uh, really requires my attention. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a second, huh? I'm finishing my hot dog here. <laughs> that, you know the French probably came up with that because they're probably like smoking cigarettes, so they're just like yeah, exactly. Baby cries. Like, <laughs> we, we will take le pause. <laughs> <laughs> More wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Kurt. Now, if 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 you if you would, I would like to play a, a game with you. Yes, called... I love games. Oh, great. Well, this one is just called Time Capsule. Okay. So the premise is. I'm going to ask you to make some predictions about your children, and then we put aside the podcast, and then in you know, 20, 25 years- We, we come all, back to this podcast. We can all come back to this podcast, as long as uh, <laughs> Amazon servers are still there, <laughs> and uh, we, can, we can see how accurate you are, okay? I love it. I love it. All right. I like that you have an idea that you're going to be doing an early childhood podcast for 25 years. <laughs> Even when your children have moved far past this age group, you're like, but I love getting into the early childhood uh, information. You know, it, well, I who knows? I'm, I, I've had people with like older kids. I can't do this game. <laughs> so, in like a week, what do you think your kids are going to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, all right. So what do you, okay. So, um, if I, I'm just going to give a little context. You, you have two children, uh, four and one, one. So just you baby. Yeah. So wait, um, it's Francis is old. Yeah. Francis just turned five, but she's a, she's a young five. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They're on. Well, (laughs) Olive can read already, which is amazing. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. D- nothing. We did nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, we let her watch YouTube a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think we, we do. Here's one thing that we did do. I oh, Whenever we watch TV, she, I watch with captions on, and I think that helps. Oh, my God. Unconsciously. That's amazing. Just put your captions on, because then every to. word that's spoken, it comes up. And you can't, like, I think it just subconsciously goes into their little sponge brains yeah i, yeah. I bet you're right because and now she'll know how to spell pinky pie and all the other my little <laughs> ponies um <laughs> uh yeah well i was gonna 
I would I would say like when I heard Olive, I felt like I was like, oh no, I'm not a good parent. So I've been like trying to teach her, and it's so hard to teach your child how to read. It's <laughs> like, yeah, please reopen schools. <laughs> is, I, I'm not. Please just do this. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like we honestly we didn't like teach her. Do you know what I mean? It was just. It was, you know, I, it, I think it's just like whatever the the kid is. It was like we don't, we read to her. That's pretty That's much right. it. You're just having geniuses. Just admit it, Kurt. All right. <laughs> I'm just honestly saying, like we're we're not like exceptional parents. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty middle of the line parents. <laughs> I refuse to have any exceptional parents on this podcast. So. <laughs> Wait, before we get in the game, can I ask about YouTube? Because I have I have another friend who, during the pandemic, him and his wife both had to keep working. And, you know, <laughs> let's just say every oh, kid man. got way too much screen time. But they would just be like, yeah. here's your iPad. And they would just, like, be on YouTube all day. And, like, you can't – but, like, I don't know. Is But, like, sh- like, I've seen – you know, Olive does, like – she's, like – singing the songs about like the origins of the universe and stuff like <laughs> so like I, yeah, I don't, some the, people have the, positive the songs well that's the thing I, what i think is important is keeping the algorithm away from them and okay. like so if you go to channels on youtube and then just watch the channels the, they literally play the videos in order of the upload mm-hmm. so it just goes one two three you know it just goes in that order so I'd be like, you can watch Kids Learning Tube, and you can watch all the Kids Learning Tube videos, or you can watch Scratch Garden, or you can watch Hopscotch, um, but not letting them click down to the algorithm shit. Because okay. that's where it's like, within like three fucking videos, you're in a weird place. Yeah, you know? watching adults play with toys and... Ugh, Al-Qaeda that guy recruiting. Blippi. I fucking hate that guy, Blippy. What? Uh, he yeah. was like an insult comic and then became like this what? children's. Yeah, he was like this gross out comic. Like like Peter Dicksuck or something was his name. Like something <laughs> fucking insane. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, like a San Francisco guy. And then he just started dressing up like a child molester and making videos. And then now he's <laughs> a multimillionaire ch- children's entertainer. Well, it's, it's, I'm, I'm glad good things happen to good people. <laughs> <laughs> he just like, there's just something about him. I don't like him. Olive loves him and he's getting better. Some of his videos are like educational, <laughs> but like I have to watch a lot of blippy and I'm sick of him. I hate him. <laughs> I appreciate that. You gave him his props there that you're like, he is getting, better. he's getting better. He's getting better. He is doing, we, le- we are learning a few things about turtles. Yeah, I'm just glad he he changed his name to Blippy. <laughs> yeah. What like I is that like I hope that's not like an, an acronym. Acronym? What is it? Appeal? Yeah, it yeah it stands for like big lips on my dick. <laughs> like, like like you know like. No, I just I just this is literally just a feeling I have about this guy. And then when I found out that he was like a gross out comic before he was this, I was like, I guess it makes sense, but I don't like it. You yeah. don't even know who Blippy is. That's no, great. I don't. I don't know who See? any of the any of the uh, YouTube people are. Yeah, great. Consider yourself lucky. But the good ones: Kids Learning Tube, Scratch Garden, uh, Hopscotch. Nice. Those are good ones. I gotta do that because, like, you know, I don't have the algorithm, but I have Francis just navigates Netflix, so it's like <clears throat> that's probably <Yeah>. worse. <laughs> 
She just goes in. I don't know. I think the I think the you I think the YouTube algorithm is because it's so good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing. Because everything's short, it's allow it's it's able to like just fucking you know you know do it billions of times a day with millions or billions of people. So it's like hyper good. Yeah, you watch. I, I I start even if I you know if I do it if I'm on and I'm just like oh, I want I want to watch this thing about a submarine and then like 20 minutes later I'm like why am I watching this weird thing on like giant pogo sticks? Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like I it's like how did it know that this would appeal and it do, it doesn't know anything. It's just like most people like this click on this, you know. It's just like and you can get into some dark places. Have you ever come in the room and Olive's watching Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I definitely have come in and just been like, what the fuck? Like, it's like just weird. It's weird, like, people. It's always just weird, weird people that you just don't trust their intentions who are, like, coloring things mm -hmm. or, like, unboxing a toy. Like, unboxing toys, I think, is fucking gross and s disgusting, consumeristic bullshit, you know? So I don't want them that. So it's like that's kind of stuff where it's just like, no, no, wrong message, wrong message, get off of it. Or like these science videos that purport to be a science video, but then their information is incorrect, and they're all of these like disaster scenarios, and then Olive gets scared. You know, what? it's like, what would happen if gravity stopped? And then like it shows like all these horrific events happening, and like giant storms and tidal waves. You know, that sounds. And then it's like crazy. So it's like it can't. Yeah. So that's the sort of stuff you have to be careful for. And that because they have like child settings, right? Yeah, but and, and it depends if you're yeah, but there's also these things that I read about which are AI generated. Um, really? So yeah, they have like essentially bots that crawl and find out what keywords are getting most viewed. So then they make videos based on the keywords. So they reverse engineer it, um, and it's AI generated content. So there's no humans involved in the making of it, and that stuff can get evil real fast. With, that, like, heads being ripped off of characters and stuff like that. Wow. <clears throat> because it's, like, it just, it's just a computer not understanding, you know? Well, let's hope the computer never learns how to write jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> what? What do you I, mean? Yeah. I have some these two data scientists. We, they're writing this uh, algorithm. It's a neural net called Jokatron. And uh, it writes <laughs> jokes for me. How are they? Uh, it generates like a 500 jokes in whatever, a millisecond. Um, and like 99% of them are unusable. Like they don't make sense. Yeah. Um, but there, none of them are usable as me telling a joke, but a handful of them are usable as like me saying this algorithm wrote this yeah. and they do get laughs. That's great. What a great bit. And then. Yeah. <laughs> I need a new hour. What is it? What, 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 what's the name of it? Jokatron. Jokatron. Nice. Yeah. You're going gonna to add like Jokatron. Jokatron. Jok I can't. <clears throat> Joka <laughs> Jokatron. Jokatron. Are you going to like do like a like build like a box and like have like a little like howl kind of? He's He's got a little face and it's on an iPad. And then we have this. It's this. um like motorized telepresence machine that it's his body <laughs> and so he like rides around on that <laughs> oh my gosh you'd like yeah wow i, le I like you're you're a very good stand-up comic but then you have like these conceptual things that are just like uh, like 
good in concept, but also your execution, I really appreciate. Yeah, it's well, like thank you. not I not that. everyone could pull that off, and <laughs> you're, you're we'll good see at if it. I can pull it off. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't sell it. We tried to sell it as a TV show. Nobody wanted to buy it. But I'm going to put it in my next special. Yeah. And we'll see how it works. That sounds like a fun thing. You bring it out. Totally. Fucking robot. A robot comes out in the middle of the show. Yeah. Every, we're on board. <laughs> I don't care if it doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? I want to watch that. Yeah, I want to yeah. see the robot do things, you know? Um. All right. So back to Time Capsule. Yeah. Because we have to pick up our children. So you have to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. All right, time capsule. So, <clears throat> what do you think Olive's first detention will be for? First detention? Yeah. Uh, talking in class. She yeah. just doesn't stop talking. I got ever. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do you have to instate quiet time? Like, all right, time to yeah, take quiet time. Yeah, and she's never quiet. Like, she goes into quiet time, Gus goes to sleep, and she just, like the other day. <laughs> She wanted to get out of quiet time. We're like, no, like, we're both napping. We're like taking a nap on a Saturday because it's like just been exhausting. And then she's just like smashing like a <laughs> piano and screaming like that was what she did doing during quiet time. And at a certain point, like after 15 minutes of like, ah, like we both just started laughing in bed, like fucking fully asleep. <laughs> uh, she's just composing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what about Gus? What do you think he'll? What do you think Gussie will get a detention for? Oh man, like jumping off of the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all he likes to do is get up on stuff and jump off of it. It's his main hobby. <laughs> so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe lighting something on fire. You know. <laughs> Throwing a cherry bomb in the toilet, flushing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I uh, we had some kids who repelled from the ceiling to pull off the senior prank. They like climbed onto the roof and like opened the the skylight oh, wow. and then, like top ropes. No way. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Well, they wow. were a year above wow. me. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I was very impressed. I didn't. Yeah. I, I still don't have the upper arm strength to uh, to even climb a rope, <laughs> <laughs> let alone execute that stuff. <laughs> Although I think they left out the front door. <laughs> I don't think they climbed oh, okay. the back up. So they didn't go back up. Yeah. Right. I don't think they went Yeah, I mean, if you have a climbing harness, it's like kind of easy to, you just like, and you let yourself down. <laughs> what do you, um? what do you think Olive's uh, extracurriculars will be in school or her interests? Sports or, or otherwise? Hmm. Yearbook. What have you? That's a great question. I think it's going to be theater, unfortunately. Were you um, in theater? Yeah. And I love it. I just don't want her to be, I just don't want her to be in this industry. You know, mm-hmm. it's just this. I was just thinking about it the other day, like the amount of effort, the amount of effort and work and dedication that Lauren and I have put into trying to make TV shows or you know, or trying to make art that we get paid for in in television and film. If we put that effort into any other industry, <laughs> we would like have a big business that's like thriving and successful with like people working underneath us, you know. But it's just because this industry is what it is, and so much of it is ethereal and just 
people people deciding your fate just based on whims mm-hmm. and gut instincts it's just such an unfair industry it's not an industry that rewards hard work in any way shape or form you know it's a lucky you got to be lucky in this industry and i don't like that part of it yeah that is i don't want that true. for her you know it is a tough existence <laughs> yeah um, i think as we get older it gets tougher i think you know hmm <laughs> well good luck to you Olive. <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's true it's i just anyways but it, you know what else are you gonna do i i, I guess do unboxing videos <laughs> <laughs> what else i love that yeah. you're what else are you gonna do there's entertainment or nothing baby <laughs> but also i under i also don't i uh i'm underselling the like everything it's given me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the freedom and the and the opportunities, and you know that so. was a pretty sweet helmet I saw. Yeah, I got that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> How about Gus? What do you think Gus will be into? Jesus, man. Gus, I mean, it's a tough to predict a one-year-old. Yeah, it you is. You know, that is tough. Let's see. Um, he'll probably like to be a um like if he could he like he's the guy they bring in for construction sites when they need to tear something down (laughs) he just does destruction he'll come in with like a and he just rips the house down uh and then other people come in and construct (laughs) it that's that would be his job (laughs) that's i think they have bars like that in williamsburg now a what I think they have bars like that in Williamsburg now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can just destroy shit. Yeah. Well, I think uh, you know I, he's gonna make a, he's gonna make a, a lot more money than both of us <laughs> ever combined. <will>. Yes. <laughs> ever, we always need somebody to tear down things. <laughs> All right. Well, this was kind of along the same lines. I guess I guess that kind of covered Gus. What do you think? You think Olive will try to make a career out of uh, out of acting? Or entertainment? I don't know. I hope. I hope not. I'm pushing really hard for the science stuff because she does love science stuff. But I also I loved science stuff when I was her age, and then in fourth grade I was like, oh fuck, like <laughs> science sucks. You know, like yeah. it was just so hard. I couldn't do the math. That um, same thing happened to me. I loved science, yeah. and then um, and then I found out math was involved, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the. Uh, that's but, but but I don't know. I maybe she hasn't started doing math yet, so who knows? Who knows? But yeah. you are you do give birth to to geniuses, so I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, Kurt, you have really you have great promo photos. I think. You, oh, do I? I I think so. Yeah, or at least I don't <laughs> know. They're great. You know, you're you're standing or the the suit in the pool one is great. Oh, you got thanks. the you got the kitty <laughs> in the suit. Always yep. sharply dressed. Um, there's one by like a phone booth that I like. Yeah. Which one of your kids do you think would have is going to make the best promo photos? Oh, um, I don't know. I feel like Gus will. Maybe Gus will surprise us and be an artistic soul. You know, mm-hmm. like a photographer. Yeah, so you got. You can take pictures of broken things. There you go. Right, yeah, he destroys it, and then he takes pictures of it. 
He puts a little doll in there and then snaps <laughs> it and sells it. <laughs> who do you think um, – Who okay, now, <clears throat> if you were going out into the wild and camping for a month again, who, which which kid would you would you take? Um, well, just right now, Olive, because she's older. Okay, like, <laughs> let, let's say they're both – They're both the same age, and I yeah. have to choose one of them – <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know yet. I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm. Uh, or who do you I'm think? I'm gonna say Olive. Yeah. I'm, I'm so worried. I'm so worried. One of them's gonna hear this, but no, they're not gonna hear. <laughs> they're this. not gonna hear this. <laughs> listen, not enough adults listen to this, let alone <laughs> your children in 15 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, thank you for playing uh, a time capsule, Kurt. Thank you, Michael. Uh, and um, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast. And I'll see you in moments picking up our children. Yeah, I'll wave to you uh, <laughs> okay. at, at the daycare. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Take care. See you later, Thank buddy. you. Bye. All right. That was Kurt Brownler. Wasn't that great? Why don't you go ahead and follow Kurt on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Kurt Brownler. It's B R A U N. O-H-L-E-R, Brownler. Kurt is K-U-R-T, just like Cobain. Uh, yeah, so follow him on uh, Instagram and Twitter. He's got a, a, a great, fun podcast called Bananas, uh, the Bananas Podcast. Um, you can follow that at, at the Bananas Podcast. They're on the um, My Favorite Murder Network, so you know it's quality. Uh, it's it's like It's a very light and fun podcast. A podcast and it's just like these days you know sometimes you just want some joy in your life and uh i think i think that's the kind of the kind of podcast for you uh so yeah take that out and um and t- by the way he's also taping a special at the i think the end of the summer early fall so make sure you follow him on his socials and if you're in the area go to that taping because he's hilarious all right i have been uh, Michael Joyce, follow me as well at not Mike Joyce Instagram, Twitter, you know the rigmarole. Uh, you can follow the podcast. It's at Doing My Best Pod. And if you have any questions for the podcast, you know I I answer some listener questions from time to time. So you can you can DM me or you can email us at uh, or Doing My Best Pod at gmail dot com. We even have uh, voice technology. If you go to doingmybestpod.com, there is a, you can leave a leave a message for the show. And that'd be cool. You could hear your own voice on the podcast. And make sure you subscribe um, to the podcast so it always pops up in your feed when there's a new episode. We're going to have some more new episodes coming to you. Um, and they're all, they're all going to be great. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, It's good to be back, baby. Love you guys. Keep doing your best.